This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here, of course, with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. How are you? Um, I am tired, but I'm good. There was, you know, Super Bowl, lots happening. Seriously. It's a busy, it's a busy time in pop culture. We are here to discuss The Bachelor, and Callie is now caught up on Love Island. So we are also going to discuss that. Can't wait to talk about Lana. Zara. Um, those are the only names I can say in a British accent because they're so funny. <laughs> yeah. Olivia is hard. I don't even Nib. know. Whatever. She sucks. Anyway, we'll come back to that at the end. Let's get into The Bachelor. Main event this week, Kylie versus Anastasia. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Before we do that, I'd like to begin by saying some nice things about Zach. Do you have anything nice to say about him? <laughs> um... I mean, this is speaking to the entire episode, but the nice thing that I could, two nice things I could say about Zach. First nice thing is he does not fuck around. No. If you cause any drama, you are out the door. You are Quick, gone. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. He has no time for bullshit. And I appreciate that. I, I agree. I, I will say I'm a little bit nervous about his aversion to conflict. Conflict is part of life. And he seems to think that his parents never had any conflict. Like, he comes back to this over and over again, like his parents' perfect marriage and, like, their best friends. And he's looking for the same thing. And it's like, you know what? It sounds like they were really good parents, if that's the impression they gave you. And, like, you feel like there was no conflict in your household. But I'm sure that's not the case about their relationship. And so I'm just worried that he is not ready to withstand trouble. I mean, no no relationship is perfect. Well, this week, this week's episode, he said he was like my parents fought but they you know worked through it and they fought for each other and I was like I like how you put that like to your point 
if your parents are never fighting, I don't think they care very much. Yeah. I'm not, you know, obviously no one wants a household that's fighting 24-7. But if you've never heard your parents fighting, then, I mean, there has to be a lack of passion in the relationship. Yeah. Or, or like, it's it's not realistic. It's fine. Yeah. And again, it's not like fight every week or fight every night or whatever. But like, if your parents are married 30 years and you don't hear them fight, that's alarming. Yeah. It's just weird. I mean, I do think it's nice if like, you think of them that way, but it's not realistic. Anyway, I'm just, I'm a little worried about that. Is it nice? It's fake. Yeah, it's fake. But I guess it's either it's fake or the like, the good times overpower the good, the bad times that like, that's all he remembers or something. I don't know. But I have to say the like, we and I'm, if if that's the case, that's totally fine. That's, that's actually wonderful. If that's the case. Yeah, it's really sweet. It's really, really sweet. He, he, I, I just, you know, classic bachelor. He was like slipping into football talk. Like when he was like, it, like last night or after the Super Bowl, when they were asking like Patrick Mahomes, like what changed at um, halftime, he was like, we weren't playing for each other the way we wanted to. So we came back, we showed up for each other. It's like Zach, Zach was also <laughs> talking about his parents that way. But you know, when you're, when that's what you know, that's what you know, it's fine. <laughs> Wait, did he play football? Yeah. He, we took, we looked this up on the podcast together. He played at like Cal Poly or something like that. He was a D1 player. Are you sure that was with me? I'm pretty Definitely sure. I remember that. That's okay. Whatever. I'm trying to think of my nice thing to say about Zach. He he was having fun. I think he was... Oh, wait. I have one more nice thing. Okay. My other nice thing, which when it happened, I thought of you. <laughs> when he was dancing on the boat with Kat, um, someone who I'd never heard of before, and I don't know if I just thought she was also Katie... And they're Bailey, similar. it's really crazy. I was like, Kat, have I have we talked about Kat? I mean, I'm sure we have. And I think I just like put her and Katie in, as the same person because they also mm. look a lot alike. But when they were dancing on the boat, I was like, oh, here's his goofy side. <laughs> Letting it down. I wasn't mad about it. Yeah, that was a, that was a cute moment. He seemed really comfortable with her. He does seem kind of self-aware, which I also like, I feel like that's my, my nice thing is that he seems in those moments self-aware. Like he knows he's good. Self-awareness is very important to me. And he, in the goofiness and like when he's like able to relax and like actually have a good time, he seems a lot more fun. So I don't know. He's loosening it up. We're, we're all just loosening it up. I'm getting used to Zach. He's getting used to be on TV. I do think I like him more than I thought. I do too. He seems like a good person. Is he boring? Yeah, I think he's boring. But like, that just means he's normal. Like, we only want to see the people that are going to like give us, you know, entertainment. And that's like part of the problem. Like, I'm not sure why he was cast for this. But as much as he's not my type, I can see why someone like why a woman would want to be with him. I get the impression. Yes, it does. I get the impression he also makes them feel special. It seems like he really like locks in, which is a nice feeling. So he's like very focused on the task at hand, which is like dating these women. Uh, Here's another thing I'll say at this point. I would now rather go on a date with him than Colton or Clayton. So that seems like improvement. Like before, I think I would have picked Colton, even though he wouldn't be interested in me for like the craziness. But at this point, I now feel like Zach is my top choice among those three who are like, to me, felt almost indistinguishable before. But he's definitely above Clayton. There's no question about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would choose him above Clayton as well. And Colton, for that matter. 
yeah, like he's just, I don't, I, I really don't have anything like bad to say about him other than like, you're not causing chaos. So it's a little boring. Like that's the bad thing I have to say about him. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I was going to say that I was not planning to say as a compliment, but I guess, you know, we're, <laughs> we're far down this road of compliments now. I do think he actually like listens to what they're saying. You know how like usually when they're on these one-on-one dates and like they say something and it's like, I feel like I've gotten very used to like a generic answer of like, you're seen or I see yeah. you or it's just like something they say to every single person. I feel like Clayton like actually like repeats back to them like a little bit of what they're saying. So like he is actually listening. Um, sorry, Zach. Fuck. Now I've got, now I've got Clayton <laughs> Colton in my head. I think Zach actually like is listening and like processing and responding instead of just like saying what he thinks he should say. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's part of, part of getting rid of the women that bring the drama is like he doesn't, it's like it doesn't compute. So he's just like, I'm out. You gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> so. He it seems like he'd we rather just be spent a five minutes talking about good things of about Zach. Well, that's great. I think we can move on then. Zach, you're seen. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Kylie and Anastasia. <laughs> Obviously, dominated the episode. <sighs> so, thank you to yeah. our producer Ashley, who transcribed <sighs> the very short and very uncontroversial thing that Kylie said. Kylie. First of all, before we even get there, we just need to talk about Kylie's bathing suit. The the bathing suit fashion this season has really skewed towards revealing one piece, which I support. I like a I like a revealing one piece, a, a monokini. I think that like the, also like Kat on her on her one on one, I liked her very like regular bathing suit as well. Kylie was wearing something so elaborate, it was straight out of Love Island. It had like a gold chain like halter, and then like a lot of like strings. <laughs> And she looked great, but I was just like, how do you even like put that on? I mean, I I don't know. I'm not, I just, <laughs> it was very notable to me. I don't think I made a mental note of it, but you notice swimsuits a lot. Yeah, I do. I think it's because I like, I don't feel comfortable in them. So I'm always like taking note of what other people are wearing. That would make sense. Cause like, I remember, was it last season? I think it was last yeah. season, last bachelor season where they wore the, oh no, no, no. It was bachelor in paradise they wore the upside down bathing suit and you noticed oh, yeah. it and I was like I didn't even notice it um, <laughs> well, the, the one the other thing is I have really I have really big boobs and I always have and it's very hard to find bathing suits that like truly fit and are like are comfortable without looking like a porn star mm. um, does Kylie have big boobs no okay I was I mean they're fine I was thinking that that would make me look at people with big boobs and see like if there's a bathing suit if someone's wearing a bathing suit that has big boobs I'd be like oh that look that look that could look good on me do you know what I mean yeah that's I think that's one of the reasons why I noticed so much. Because also most of the time I'm like, oh, I can never wear that. Absolutely not. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Mm-mm-mm. Side note, Rachel. Rachel Recchia. I think that's how you say her name. Announced that she's getting a um, breast reduction in a couple of days, which makes a lot of sense okay. with how they dressed her on The Bachelorette. And I just want to say, Rachel, I wish you the best. And I really support um surgeries that make you feel more comfortable with your body so best of luck hope it goes well that's it <laughs> back to Wait, i saw i saw the tiktok <laughs> back to kylie so she's wearing this really elaborate bathing suit and i think also because the way she was standing when she introduced when she interrupts zach and anastasia she's like standing like she's in a pageant like it was like sh- or like a bodybuilding competition i don't know if you noticed this but she was like had one leg like on toe like she was like in a bar class or something mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I think she's doing that to like very aware of the cameras. Like I doubt she re- usually stabs that way, but it like made me so uncomfortable. Oh, that's not what I thought. I thought she was clearly so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like she was playing with her hair. You even before she walked up, she kept like pacing back and forth before she walked up. Like she felt so awkward and uncomfortable coming up there that even later when she was explaining the situation to Zach, and she was saying like I was honestly like so scared and uncomfortable. I was like I do I I actually believe what she's saying. I do think the whole situation made her so like out of her element. She just I don't think she I think in normal life she's like I would never do this. I really and she's, like, like her. pushing herself to do it because obviously she wants time with Zach. I really like her too. I also did not like Anastasia. So I'm really happy that she's gone. Yeah. But I agree with you. She was so uncomfortable. She doesn't seem capable of like being devious. Like the to, to, and so, so basically Anastasia will not give her, will not give up, will not give her Zach. And she says to her, I don't want to fight. That's all she says. That's like the most generic, like, like literally there's nothing, nothing there. And she says, I don't want to fight. She's uncomfortable. And then Anastasia goes and talks to Greer and says that Eileen wanted to fight her. And that's like just so absurd. I was relieved that basically all the women immediately were like, that just doesn't seem like what happened. Like that just can't be, that's not normal. But like, it was just so fucked up. And I got to say, once again, the conflict is happening between a white woman and a woman of color. And it's just like, I don't, it's just like, what is wrong with the show? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I loved, I can't remember who said it. Ugh, I wish I could remember. I think it was Gabby. I think it was Gabby. Was I, like, I know what you're going to say. That she was like, um, Kylie has given us zero indication that she would ever physically fight anyone. <laughs> So the fact that she thought that what Kylie said was threatening is insane. And I was like, first of all, she told um, Greer, but then she went on and told everybody. And I loved like the montage of each woman coming on and being like, it was really annoying. No one thinks that Kylie's going to fight her. <laughs> I'm not sure like why she said that. And then when they're sitting around and Anastasia was like, I don't want you to think that like I was saying something that wasn't true, blah, blah, blah. I I clearly like misunderstood what you were saying. I want to be like, you just went around and told everyone that she tried to physically, like that she was threatening to physically fight you, that it made you uncomfortable and it made you feel unsafe or whatever word she used. And then when everyone's like, no, it doesn't make sense. She was like, "Mm, well, okay. I, I don't want you to think I misunderstood you. No, you literally made it up. And even Zach, when Kylie told him, was like, what? I know. Like, clearly we all knew what you were saying. It was insane. It was just so insane. I think also Ariel was the one who was like, there's no indication that would happen. She she took, she took was like asking Anastasia a lot of follow-ups, like a lawyer. I kind of liked it. Ar- <laughs> I find Ariel annoying, but I also I mean, think Ariel that she's... I mean, Ariel is clearly... I mean, I don't know if I want to say this, but this is how I feel. I think she might be a little smarter than the rest of the group. Definitely. I was just about to say, she's definitely, definitely <laughs> smarter. <laughs> The way she talks is also just so different. Yeah, she like breaks down everything for them. When Gabby was like, you know, whatever. Zach said he's going to follow his heart. So whatever he wants to do is at the end. And uh, Ariel was like, well, 
clearly he hits things straight on and, you know, deals with conflict well and wants to get to the bottom of it. And everyone's just like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, she's like the, like the mother voice of reason who they all respect. She's also, I think she seems like, and she's not my favorite either, but she seems like pretty good person. Ariel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She also was like, Zach told me that his biggest fear is someone being here for the wrong reasons. Therefore, hearing that Anastasia is mentioning <laughs> followers is a big problem for him. Like, she's very, like, logical and mm-hmm. just, like, drawing drawing connections. I don't want to give her too much credit. This is really more of an indication of the um, mental abilities of a lot of the other women. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, she does stand out as having a clear head on her shoulders in this situation. She also just seems really confident, which yeah, comes across. Yeah. Anyway, she was she was an early defender of Kylie. I just thought the only the only criticism I think you can make of Kylie. There wasn't anyone I'm, that didn't defend Kylie. Yeah, I, and she didn't do anything. She didn't do anything wrong, like at all. But then, like, I guess it, I was I was not completely expecting her to, like, flip it into, like, sort of telling Zach about Anastasia's comments about influencing. <laughs> uh, by the way, I don't think that Kylie had planned to do that. And then she was just like, you know what? She's going to tell Zach A, B, and C. So, like, I might as well tell him what I know. Yeah. Like, that's what I think happened. But... He, she was giving Zach the full picture. Yeah, unless we didn't see it. Anastasia didn't even say anything to Zach. So she clearly realized she was in the wrong in the situation. It was just like, yeah, I'm not going to bring this up. I may, I may have blown this out of proportion. She never said that she didn't say it. She kept saying it was taken out of context. Yeah. So I was like, what? Put it in. Co- please put it in context. In what context do you need to tell everyone that if they've been here for this long, they're going to have 50K followers? Which, by the way, I went to I went to Bachelor Data last night. And I believe there's only one person that has more than 50,000 followers. And they came on the show with more than 50,000 followers. And you know who it's not? Anastasia. <laughs> I liked how she was like, yeah, I just mentioned like brands that they could work with and like some brand and like I can connect them with the brands that I work with. It's just like, Girl, are you really working with a lot of brands? Also, hasn't this game changed? Haven't you all moved on to like TikTok and like I don't know? It's just it's not the same. So if this is what you're if this is what you came for to quote to the great Rihanna, I think that you're going to be upset. <laughs> I yeah, I was just confused. I'm like, you the why are the girls asking you for social media advice? You have twenty three thousand followers. I know, and that's after being on this show. So before the show, maybe you had twenty. I don't know. It just doesn't make very much sense to me. Also, like to your point, how many brands are you working with? What contacts do you have? And she's like, I'm very proud of my career. And I was like, is this your full-time career? You ca- I mean, it cannot be your full-time career with 20,000 followers, right? I know. No, no way. I mean, that's just not that... Especially like with the way that the algorithm works now, like anything that's like clearly SpawnCon just gets pushed down. So I, I don't know. Good luck, Anastasia. She's gone. I was glad that he got rid of her. He waited kind of a long time to do it, though. But whatever. By the way, I think the only reason he got rid of her and he said to Kylie, he's like, I have no reason not to believe you. But like, you know, I just need to like make sure this is true. Then he's like, Charity, tell me if this is true. And Charity's like, yep, it's true. And he's like, all right, she's going home. (laughs) 
you know that Charity is going to be in paradise and she is going to be like the main narrator. She is going to be telling us what's what. I see it already. I, I look forward <laughs> to it. I didn't like Charity at first, but she, I, she's definitely grown on me. And I know that she's not winning this television program, but I, I very much look forward to her. This uh, television program. <laughs> I very much look forward to her this summer telling us what's going down on the beach. I do think she's going to make it far. Yeah, because he likes talking to her because it's like, easy and he, I think he like enjoys her yeah I think that he she makes him feel like safe or something like whenever anything's going wrong he's like Charity can I pull you for a second like he just wants to like talk to her like he said she, I think he said last night that she's calming and yeah. I'm like I don't know if that's exactly like the adjective I would want for someone when we're first dating yeah I think maybe in marriage, that's a good thing, you know? But first dating, I'm not sure if that's like the first adjective I'd want. It's like safe and calming, especially for a guy like Zach, who isn't like erratic. I guess, you know, if, if he was someone who was, I would understand like, oh, this feels so good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 99% of the time, Zach probably feels pretty safe. He's never even seen anyone fight before. So... <laughs> He has no problem know, in like, his life, so he doesn't need safety. He's just it's like calm waters for yeah. him all the time. <laughs> but I do think that that's like, I feel like he uses charity kind of as like a security blanket. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that also someone being calming, if you're like, you're taking the route of like, let's hang out for a while and maybe it'll turn into something like a, like a friend that then could become something more like sure. But they don't have a lot of time. Like you don't have time to build on the calming nature. Yeah. So you need... You need you need a lot more. I, I have to say, like, I don't, side note, first of all, I say I have to say a lot. I don't have to say anything. Um, but <laughs> now that I'm watching Love Island, which we'll come back to, how do you, do you just like compare everything that happens on The Bachelor to Love Island and you're just like, this is what would happen in the villa? <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> if I did that, I would be miserable because I personally love Love Island so much. And I mean, we talked about it last week. Like, you get to know the people more on Love Island. Like, they just show so much more. And you want that from The Bachelor. So I think that comparing it would be not a great experience for me. It's it's a bad experience for me so far. I don't recommend it. But, <laughs> but, I, will, but I, I have to add, I will say, I have to say, I feel like in Love Island, if you're calming, that's actually good. Because it's like, you can build on that because you have enough time. Yeah. And you spend... So much time together. In The Bachelor, you spend like... A second. I remember I remember someone telling me that someone who made it to like final five or six, so pretty far, said that like if they added up all the time they spent, it was probably like two and a half hours. It's nuts. I mean... Yeah. And you, and you get engaged. <laughs> I mean, obviously they spend more once you get to the final four and you have an overnight and all that, but still it's, what is it? 72 hours? Yeah. Also, sometimes it's awkward the first time you're alone and like the first time you have sex. Like you need, you need more than once. I would be shocked if it was not awkward the first time you had sex with Zach. Yeah. Oh my God. Zach particularly. Yes. Agreed. Zach, who's not eager to push the cots together. <laughs> yeah. There's other people that like, I don't know, maybe they've been around the block. They're just super comfortable. They make you feel comfortable. That's not Zach. Yeah. 
Like, I feel like going into overnights with like Tyler Cameron, I'd feel pretty good. Yes, I agree. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would feel great. <laughs> well, you set me up. I think most people would feel great. But I watched an interview with him this weekend. Really? And I remember thinking, I can kind of see what Juliet's getting at. He's a great guy. I just want to add that. Not only is he very handsome, but he's a great person. He seemed like a really good guy. He was talking about how he went on dates with like someone from college recently. And like he went on a date with someone from high school a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's like actually not a star fucker. I just think he likes really hot women. And he was around a lot of them, including like Gigi Hadid and Kristen Cavallari and Camilla. What's her face? I think whoever's whoever's available. Yeah. I don't know. He just wants a nice Florida life. So he just wants someone who wants to hang with him. <laughs> um, <laughs> unfortunately, that's unfortunately that will never be me. <laughs> Let's move on. You never know. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Let's talk about um, Kat slash Catherine's date. I mean... It's just unfair. They had a great date. Zach had a great time. But yeah, Ideal they went on a boat. date. Yeah, it's the best date possible Want any for any humans. It's a yeah. great date. <laughs> also, like, weather was nice. Water was clear. Ideal, ideal, ideal date. By the way, I recently just went to Bahamar, like, two mm. weeks ago. Maybe not even. Um, so I was, like, trying to, like, pick out all the things that I noticed that were, like, Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Whatever. Great place for the women. They must have been really happy there. I believe they also went there on Housewives, if I recall correctly. Uh, I think Beverly Hills went there a few seasons Miami. ago. Or Potomac. Um, maybe. They've gone there for sure. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Miami literally like last episode was there. It seems great. I've never really been to like a giant. Oh, I've never been to the Bahamas. I'd love to go especially since I'm a Clay Thompson fan. Um, but I've never been to the... I've never been to like a giant resort like that. Like, does it feel overwhelming? Well, it's huge, but there's three resorts. That's why it feels really big. Oh, I see. There's a Rosewood, a Hyatt, and an SLS. And they're, they all have standalone oh. buildings, but they're all connected through like hallways. Can you use the pool? Like, do they share pools or can you go to any of them? You can't use Rosewood. 
you can you unless you're staying at Rosewood, you can't go to Rosewood, but you can go to if you're staying at Hyatt or SL, or SLS, you can go to both. And then there's a water park attached to this resort as well. That's ideal because I love a water park, but like I'm not going to a water park. I don't want to like be walking around just at, you know, whatever. But I do like a slide and I do like a river and a wave pool. So that sounds pretty great. Maybe I should go to Bahamar. Yeah, it's also nice that like there's like three levels of hotels. So like you can stay sure. wherever you want. And it's like super family friendly. But then like the Rosewood obviously has like an adult only side. So right, there's right, something right. for everybody. Okay. Well, that sounds, that sounds lovely. Maybe I'll go one day. You would think though, for being there, that everyone would be in a great mood. (laughs) They're just crazy. I mean, they're just like absolutely losing their minds already. So I I don't know, but, um, they probably don't get to use all the facilities. Like they probably have to like stay in their suite and talk about Zach. They're not allowed to do anything, but I really hope they shouldn't even have to do that because they don't record it. It's not even interesting. Like what's there to talk about Zach? I mean, we can barely talk about Zach. <laughs> we have to. We're getting paid to do so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, like, obviously Love Island, they, like, force them to sit there and talk all day. But they get to talk and, about other stuff. I mean, they can talk about whatever they want. But I'm saying, like, for Bachelor, I'm like, why would they make them do that if we don't get to see any of that? I know. So they need to upgrade, update Unless, how like, obviously, it might drive them... It might drive them crazy a little and make them do crazy things. But uh, not that crazy because we're not seeing it. If it if it's really good, they show it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, back to Kat. Kat, we can barely keep our... I think in my note, I also like... I wrote Katie instead of Kat by accident. I was like, Katie's one-on-one. They really are like exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> but they keep like doing this SPF joke with her and, and the um, sunscreen, yeah. which like, fine. I guess when you don't have a lot of time together... Like, you need to hold on. It's, like, sort of, like, when you see a dating profile and, like, you don't know anything about each other and you have, like, one line to to base your relationship off of, you're, like, okay, we got to just hold on to the sunscreen joke until we actually know each other. So that's what they were doing. My friends, when they're dating people and they, like, tell me a story about them or something funny, like, unless it gets way more serious, that guy's known as, like, the Cheeto guy. Same sunscreen guy, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. So I, that's what that that's that's what cat would be. I'm a big like full name person, but not like your actual actual name, like Zach Zach the van- like vanilla ice cream or like Zach the piece of toast or something like that. Like oh yeah yeah yeah. You know, like when talking so cat the SBFer. Yeah, exactly. Sunscreen cat. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, they then she revealed that she had a bad she's a bad relationship with her mom. Sad for Kat, but fine for dating. So don't worry about it, Kat. Um, and Zach didn't seem to mind. And then they're dancing with this one guy playing for them. I think they did not name him. I was like, well, who is this person? And I don't think they said. No, they never said it. They didn't say it. That's fucked up. The music just started playing. The music just started playing. Oh, I don't know if it's just like a like a hotel person. You know what I mean? Nevertheless. Um, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It's disrespectful um, and rude. I wrote down in my notes after the boat I was like oh my gosh this is such a good date like finally a date where there's no trauma like we never get to see this and then we got to dinner and I just had to like cross it out it's fine though it's not even like like trauma was was brought up I just thought we were gonna get a date of just like them getting to know each other and having fun and da 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 but no we did not I was thinking to myself like how the hell do they find, I guess everyone 
I don't know. They find a lot of women with trauma. Well, for example, from knowing you, like, I just think that you don't, you don't like victimize yourself. So you don't see everything as like trauma. Like you're like, like, I I feel like you don't, I, I don't know. Like, I just feel like you don't allow yourself to be like, I am traumatized by X, Y, or Z or whatever. Or, and so like, I think they find people to go on the show who like do feel like victims in some way. That that might be true. I also think to tonight's episode specifically, both of the things that happened are pretty traumatizing. Ter- oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. I mean, Brooklyn is <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn is different. And like, seriously, I wasn't trying to like minimize Kat's bad relationship with her mom, but like, that's oh no no really- no, no no no. I you're saying like in general. Yeah, like that is really like sad. The people that come on this show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and because part of it also is like when they're screening you. They're like, tell me about yourself. And they're like, tell me about your family. Yeah, and so yeah, then yeah. they can tell, like, the way that you like you tell your own narrative. You're like, oh, this is Kat. She's got a heart of gold and a bad relationship with her mom. And, like, this is Brooklyn who has, you know, found a way to, like, rise above what happened to her. And I, I like, Brooklyn's story is horrific. I mean, physical abuse, it's, I mean, just so, so sad. I, I'm, like, really glad she got out of the relationship and seems to be doing better. But... Yeah, it's terrible. Not only physical abuse, but she also like witnessed physical abuse. Yeah. Like, yeah. Brooklyn's story to me, I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. He, I thought Zach ugh. handled it well, like making her feel comfortable and really well. I think he, I think he handled it really well. And he also <clears throat> like spoke to like her strength and was like, this shouldn't happen to anybody. Like, also, you could tell when she was telling the story that Zach was like, what, like, what the fuck? Like, I think that for Zach is like, how could anyone do that to someone? It's probably like so outside of his, like even like box of thinking, but yeah, no, both stories tonight. I was just like, how the hell do they find so many people that have like extensive trauma? I mean, like even Catherine was like moved out of her house and like, I mean, there's just, Obviously, there's people that come on there and are just like, yeah, my last boyfriend, like, didn't treat me well. And like, that's their trauma. We talked about that last week. That is to me like what you're speaking of. I guess like in these interviews when they're like trying to cast. Yeah. When they're trying to cast people, if someone were to bring that up or speak about it, like how horrible it was to them. These casting directors are like, bingo, we got who we wanted. We want someone who's going to talk about this and talk about like whatever. But then like tonight I was just like double whammy tonight. Like you gave us two really bad like experiences. Also with Brooklyn, she's so young. Like I'm just, my heart breaks for her that that she, I mean, at, at no age is it okay or is it not heartbreaking to experience any kind of abusive relationship? But like, from and it was a she said they dated for seven years and I think she's twenty six and so like so many of like her formative years were spent with someone who was incredibly harmful to her it's just so so sad it really is really impressive that she was able to get out of that and she she must have a lot of strength and also then like when she she very right it was I thought it was really interesting how she pointed out like you know I gravitated toward towards someone like my father instead of in like the way yeah. that she was talking about it. Um, was pretty mature. So I, I have like a lot of hope that she'll be okay, but that's just like so horrible. I, and I, I really wish her the best. Well, I thought, I thought it was interesting how she, like, obviously she wanted to 
to to tell Zach about this because it's a, a huge part of her life. Um, but she started talking about it after Zach was like, you just have this confidence. And I feel like that like broke her yeah. down because I just think it's crazy for her to have the amount of confidence that she does after that. It I couldn't agree. have been that long ago. And to to Zach's point, like, and not that like, you can't like pick someone out of a crowd that's like gone through abuse or anything like that. But the way that she has carried herself this season, like she does have a lot of confidence. She seems to really know who she is. Even with the like Brianna situation with like Christina and stuff, like she was standing up for herself and for Brianna and like to have gone through that and now be where she's at seems like a lot of like work and like gross. So no, I just thought, I thought that was interesting but yeah I didn't, I didn't realize the age either so that means like most of her life she was experiencing abuse in some form yeah which is just so terrible I hope she's I, I really hope she's okay but yeah it made me I, I find her like impressive because I it, like for yeah. all the reasons you're saying like she was able able to like really and that's just the way she expressed herself was really impressive too so I, I wish her the best I have I think Catherine Cat. It seems like the clear front runner. I- I'm so happy you said that because I was watching it, their date, and I was just like, oh, she's this, she wins. Yeah. Like, how does she know? I, her and, and and Gabby's getting a weird amount of screen time for someone who's like barely on the show. Like, she has a, doesn't interact with Zach, but like, she's on every episode. So I feel like Gabby and Catherine are final too. Like, I, I think like Katie goes far and just because of like their connection. She's the one with the museum date last week. They, she had the first time alone with him on the group date, but. I don't know how Catherine doesn't win. Just feel like she's got it in the bag. And she's apparent and like her look, it just seems like something he's into because they all kind of look like her. <laughs> yeah. The ones that he has like the biggest attraction to look like her. Yeah. I during their date, I was literally like, oh, this is over. She's won. You could tell by the way he was yeah. talking about her, how they were talking to each other. I think he loves that she was like goofy. He loves that word. He she just seems like this is. And even when she was talking about like her past trauma or whatever, like it just like made him like her more. Like, yeah, all of it is trending that way. The only thing I will say is I also thought in my head, is this like a Rachel trick? Do you remember how like sure we were that Rachel was going to win? Yeah. Ugh, all the whispering when they were on the dock. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of because I was like, this seems so clear that she wins. And I felt the same way about. Rachel. So I'm like, unless that's happening, which I don't know if Zach seems like, I mean, obviously Clayton was all over the place. Zach seems like much more predictable. Yeah. I just, I haven't seen that connection with anyone else. From what I've heard, it sounds like it's a fairly straightforward season. And I don't think he makes like a a major blunder like Clayton. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, I think it's Kat. I think Kat wins. My final four though. I really think so too. Would, would be Kat. Charity, Ariel, and I think Katie. Is that who you want it to be or who you think it's going to be? That's who I think. I think Gabby might get up there. Greer might get up there. Jess might get up there. But like Jess and Greer kind of like are invisible right now. Like I just don't really, yeah, you I know. Mean, Jess came back strong with the body glitter this week. So much of it. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, I did notice it this week, but also it just made me think of like, I was just like, yeah, she is young. 
how does that not get on him or everyone else and like the pillows and shit? The glitter gets everywhere. It, it has to be. I, well, obviously, it got all over her. I think the glitter was spilled. <laughs> she can't have attended that. <laughs> glitter was oh my spilled. God. Um, I think my, my final four is, I think Gabby, just she's in it a weird amount. She doesn't add up. And also the way that Sean was like, someone you, at the very beginning, Sean Lowe was like, someone who you might not expect could could go far. Like, I didn't notice Catherine uh, until, like, week X or whatever. So, I think it's Gabby, Katie, Catherine, and I don't... And maybe maybe Charity, because he likes spending time with her. But those are my top four, for sure. Or top three, for sure. Katie, Catherine, and Gabby. So, we'll it see. It does seem like some... A brunette makes it far. So, it's either Ariel or Gabby. <laughs> Doesn't really... Really, yeah. Uh, rule anything out. I consider Catherine a brunette. She just got like a lighter hair, lighter color hair. Oh, I meant like dark. Like in the previews, there's someone right. with dark hair that seems to be there for a long time. Also, previews for next week, I'm like, what the fuck happened? I don't Did know. Did you see the previews? We'll find out. But yeah. They're all crying. Maybe someone goes home they're upset about. It's a Rodney situation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> next week, they're going to London. They've always wanted, to, always wanted to go to London. And on that note, let's talk about Love Island London. with our favorite Brits. <laughs> okay, Callie, how many, how many episodes? Question, question, question. I, I'm up to date. Okay, okay. Did you watch last night? Like, did you watch the Sunday episode? <sighs> Has Sammy arrived for you? Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I always get confused because like they give us Sunday's episode Saturday at like 3 a.m. And then we have nothing yeah. till tonight at 3 a.m. Yes, I have watched um, Sammy. She might be my favorite so far. It's coming to the Everyone left. loves Sammy. Yeah. My question for you though, do you regret not getting into this earlier? Absolutely. I'm so addicted. <laughs> I like... <laughs> I, I although like I'm I'm happy that I have seasons to go back to. Like I, I think I'm not gonna watch the season with Molly May or whatever because like I just know to I just know like the outcome. But yeah. and I guess I know about Ekamsu and, and Davide. But there's like been that so that's two out of eight that I've eliminated. I have six other seasons I could watch. I love it. I here's <laughs> the thing. This is how you should have sold me on it. I think you're aware of this about me. I love friendship. I love watching friendships form. I love watching oh. friends support each other. I love like watching genuine genuine connection in like a way like, I feel emotional talking about it right now, honestly. Or like when they support <laughs> each other and the way they have fun together. And also like I like seeing the male-female friendships. Like you don't really get that a lot on TV. And I love, love, love it. Like I like how um uh, yeah, there's just so much of it. And so I'm actually like, way more invested in like a lot of just like the house dynamics and the actual relationships. And I and like the the peak of the season so far was Ron having a broken brain and Shaq being like, wait, 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 wait. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, that was so entertaining and satisfying. And I loved it. <laughs> even even on last night's episode, Shaq was like, I'm worried about you. And Ron was like, don't worry about me. And he was like, no, I am. I'm worried about you. Because he was like, who was he talking to? He was talking to Kai and was like, just make sure you really think about what you do before you do it. Trust me. And Shaq is like, yeah. are you going to think about it? Because if you don't, <laughs> she's done. She is done. Like, I love Shaq. I love Shaq. I knew I loved him from the beginning. But like, 
I loved him more for like how in the beginning I was like, oh, it's so cute how much he likes Tanya. And like, he's like very clearly has no shame in like sharing his emotions. And now I'm like, no, he's just a really good guy. Yeah. 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 He's also has clearly has like some emotional maturity to be like the one he's like, keep telling everyone like you're, you're idiots or whatever. Um, (laughs) But like, how does Shaq and Tanya not win? Like, I just don't understand. Like, are we just going to watch them be a happy couple for X, like three more weeks, whatever it is? Like, how do they not win? Well, we'll see what happens. But like Casa more really shakes things up usually. And then sometimes a couple will win. Like if they go through like a super rocky time and then are able to like even worse than that. Mm. Like, let's say Ron and Lana. I think Ron and Lana will probably be this, this couple. Let's say Ron and Lana like make it through this, right? And then Casa Moore comes and Ron couples up with a different girl and Lana stays true to him. And then the recoupling happens and Lana's like, are you fucking kidding me? And then they're all in the house together, Ron and his new bird and Lana. And Ron's like, fuck, I fucked up. I fucked up. And like, it tries to get back together with Lana. They get back together. Yeah, they get back together and then they're like stronger than ever. It's like some people, Mm -hmm. like I feel like the voters like really like a story. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if Shaq and Tanya are just yeah. together and there's just no bumps, it's almost too boring. The only thing I'll say is that Shaq seems insanely well-liked. I mean, there's nothing to not like about him. Yeah. And remember when they did the voting? Tanya was in the bottom three. Mm-hmm. Shaq wasn't. Yeah. So if the voters also yeah. are like, Shaq, we want you with someone else, that's the other thing that could happen. Oh, interesting. But, like, why would you want Shaq with someone else when Shaq is so happy? Like, if you love Shaq, like, root for what makes Shaq happy, barring abusive relationship. And I don't think it's abusive. No, 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 no. They both seem seem into it right now. And that might change because, like, that happened, like, what? What what, what day were we? Like, day 10? So maybe by day 15. Yeah. So, like, maybe maybe by now or, like, in a week, voters are like, oh, they clearly are so into each other and it would be fine. Um, and they would vote for Tanya just because they like Zach so much. Because that, ha- I mean, Shaq so much because that happens. But I think right now, Shaq has to be like the favorite in the villa. And there's nothing that comes close. I mean, it's just interesting to see every bombshell who come in go straight to Tom. I mean, I get it. He's really hot. Um, yeah. It seems like his head could turn because it has, does turn every time. Every but... single time. Poor Zara. <laughs> but... I know. Poor Zara. It made me like her more. Oh, yeah. Okay. So everyone was kind of like, oh, she's overreacting. I would be fucking pissed. Like, me too. I don't get, I don't understand why everyone's like, everyone in the villa, I'm like, are we missing something? Because it doesn't seem like people like her. It doesn't seem like the girls like her, but I don't think that they like her because when she first came in, every guy was like, oh my God. So like, and she clearly wasn't trying to like, make the girls feel better about that. She was very much so like, I'm going to go after whatever I want. I don't really care. Like that kind of rubbed the women the wrong way. And it doesn't seem like they really got over that. But in what world would you want to be body? Like if you, if he had to give three different women, one of those, like you have to be face or personality. And I think you have to be face. But body is like um hand like handmaid's tale where it's like, okay, so I'm just like a, a baby carrier to you, or like yeah. I'm just for sex. Like, <laughs> like it's so fucked up. I I think 
I I think personality is like kind of the biggest compliment, but I would want to be face because yes. I mean Zara Zara said it. Like she was like, my face is like where my voice comes from. It's like who I am. But yeah. I think but I think personality is actually the biggest compliment. But I would I agree I'd want to be face in that situation if I'm Zara. The only other that like I agree with you, the thing that would make it for me to be face because you can give a friend personality. Like him giving Lana personality yeah. to me was like not threatening at all. You know what I mean? So like yeah. if you have to give three different women something, like he should have given Zara face and then someone body and then Lana personality, whatever. And even the body one, like pick anyone but live. I know. He's a dick and he's an idiot. I mean, he's 23. I think he looks older. He does look older. But then everyone was just like, are you are you kidding me? Like, if she's pissed about this, we're done. And I'm like, bro, what? Anyone would be pissed about this. Of course. And that's also like, that's like why they did it. It's ridiculous. Also, I'm like, so Zara can't be pissed about that. But it's okay for Jesse to be pissed that Will was clearly just joking around. And the way that Will handled that, he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm definitely a showman. And he's like, I don't want to ever like make you feel that way. Even though I know in his mind, he was like, clearly I was joking. This isn't a big deal. But like, I hear yeah, you. Yeah, he was just like swallowing it because he cares that. about the relationship. Yeah. I'm like, that's how you're supposed to fucking act. <laughs> I love Will. I know that Chuck oh, is my the God. favorite, but I love Will. He's so, I also, I would, I'm really happy he found Jesse because like, I'm surprised. Like he... Oh, I thought he was going to be single the whole time. Yeah. I thought he was going to be single the entire time, but stay in the villa because everybody likes him. Yeah. And like, it's a safe friend pick to share a bed with. Yes. And this past episode, first of all, Will is like prime candidate for like showing, like he's friends with all the women. They all love him. He talks to all of them. Even his conversation with Ellie last night, I thought was so cute. And he was like, okay, so just go up to Tom and be like, hey, like he's so so funny and um i loved in his interview when he was like last week i went from not having any options to this week now people think i'm a player and he's like you know i'm not actually a player but you know player i was just <laughs> like i love him so much me too can you please give me credit for loving him from the jump you thought i was crazy but i was like i love oh, that guy yeah episode 1 you were in and I was just like, this guy's a weirdo. He's going to be gone so early. <laughs> By the way, part of me thinking he was such a weirdo is the Instagram video of him that you sent to me. And I was just like, <laughs> ugh, no way. And now it's I am so weird. He... <laughs> fully on board. I feel like this is really good for the farming industry. He's making farmers <laughs> seem really funny and cool. <laughs> um, I will say, though, that like, I hate that they put the Australian Love Island people on there. At least Jesse seems to have made a connection with someone that I like. And it does seem genuine. And I like them. But like, Alex, is that his name? Aaron. I can never remember Aaron, his name either. I'm like, Aaron. Evan? Yeah. Why? Aaron, it's why? Aaron. What is he on the show for? Go home. He's a zero. zero. He's literally a zero. Zero. You give me... N- like, even Tom and, and Kai, his, who I wouldn't say have, like, the biggest personalities bad. in the row. Yeah. You're giving me nothing, nothing. No one is giving less than him. By the way, on Love Island, Australia, he like was nonstop talking. So it's very interesting. Interesting. He just can't keep up. No, no. He was an asshole on Australia. 
So I wonder if he's like trying to like not Get humbled. Be. Yeah. Interesting. Jesse's body is sick. I guess I didn't realize she's a personal trainer, so that explains it. But like she's so muscular, it's crazy. Yeah. She looks like um I like watching them work out. She has like dancer body. Like every like all of her yeah. like her legs, everything are muscular. Yeah. I don't like Ellie. She's my least favorite person in the villa altogether. What? I don't like I don't love her. But Liv is clearly my least favorite person in the villa. That's a good point. I I think I like Liv more like based on legacy and based on the fact that she has a lot of friends. Ellie, I find to be like too much of like a, a, a striver. But Liv does suck. Liv reminds me a lot of Wow. I can't not see it. But like it's like British oh, like face Wow. That's interesting. I knew she looked like someone. I was like, I, I was thinking more Kyle Richards, but maybe Wow. I see that too. But like, imagine if, imagine just taking like an airbrush and like face tune to Wow's face. And (laughs) it's Liv. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Also, Liv, for some reason, like talks like an octave below her. I hate how she talks. I'm like, why is she talking like that? Like, her normal voice is not that. And then she like lowers it. I know. I hate it. And she talks like slowly. I'm like, is this your sexy voice? I hate Uh, it. I really don't like it. Also, Somehow Zara is painted as a bitch, but I'm like, Liv is the real bitch. And Liv is doing all these things to Zara and pretending like she's not doing them. And then when Zara reacts, she's like, oh my God, she's crazy. And I'm like, no, you are making her do these things and you're acting like you're not doing it. Yeah, I know. I like Zara too. And I feel bad for her. Tom is such, Tom is such like just a hot guy. I mean, I just, I get it. Like, yeah, all the girls gravitate towards him. And then if you're watching at home, you're like, yeah, clearly he's not locked in. So I'm going to go for him and his head will turn and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I I understand. It's a good strat, I guess. But I I don't know. I I just don't know why Ellie had to take so many digs at at Ron and Lana's relationship in a way that insults Lana. Yeah. Yeah. Lana seems nice. I understand why she gets walked all over. Yeah. I, just, I like her a lot, but I understand why she gets walked all over. <laughs> you know what I like least about Lana is that she likes Ron. Like, go for Spencer. I know. Spencer's hot. Ron's a loser. He, Ron's going to cheat on Spencer's, you. Spencer's hot and seems like a good guy. Like, what does Ron... What is Ron... The only reason I don't like Spencer is because the narrator, Ian Sterling, is so obsessed with his vibrator business. I'm like, I get it. Every time yeah. you mention Spencer, you don't have to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like annoying. I agree. Ron sucks. Ron is like a high school, like a high school cool guy and who just like can't keep his his head straight. Last week, I liked Ron. He was one of my favorites. This week, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? He (laughs) is so he's such an idiot. (laughs) But he's also he's the youngest, right? No, no. uh, Harris was the youngest. Harris was 21. I think Ron's like 25. Normal. Well, he seems like he's 21. I know he's I feel like maybe I wonder if he was always cute. I think he's quite cute and I like how he dresses, but I wonder if he like was a late bloomer partially because of like his eye thing and like he just enjoys all the attention as an adult. I'm weirdly in, I'm into his eye thing. I am too. Yeah. Very into I wonder if he can drive because you could, you have no depth perception with only one eye. So wait, does he only driving. have one eye? He said he's blind in one eye. Oh, but they're both his eyes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I thought so. you were saying that I don't he think had it's like a glass, glass eye. Yeah. That's, I thought you were saying it was a glass eye. I don't, I was like, it looks like his eye. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, they're just different colors. 
Um, Callie, I love, I love Love Island. It's also like both good and bad for my insomnia. I'm so happy it's there when I wake up, but then I'm also like, oh shit, I should probably save this for later. But I can't. As soon as I can watch, I want to watch. But also, I'm like, are you waking up for it? No, I'm not. I'm not. But I did have like 12 minutes to watch a little bit of Love Island this morning, so I did, and I was like, great. Do you, do you watch After the Sun and Unseen Bits? No. Should I? Seth really likes After the Sun. We don't ever really watch Unseen Bits. But sometimes you'll see things and unse- like you learn more about the people in Unseen Bits. You know what I mean? You're seeing okay, like maybe, all this maybe I'll stuff go back that's when I'm not feeling. in. that you, you see all the stuff that doesn't make the edit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, I can't wait for more. Also, a lot more reality TV happening. Callie and I are going to hop on over to the Ringer Reality TV podcast to talk about Love is Blind after the altar and perfect match. So catch us there. Thank you so much to our producer, Ashley Smith. We'll be back on Bachelor Party next Monday night. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.